I've made a lot of mistakes and learned a lot of things in my 10 years as a business owner. And it turns out a whole bunch of them are money related. That's what I'm going to talk about today in episode 22 of the Biz Podcast. You're listening to the Biz Podcast with Lara Wellman, the podcast for small business owners who are ready to set goals, take action, and build the business and life they want to have. Your life, your biz, your way. I did an episode a couple of weeks ago where I shared some of my lessons learned from my first 10 years as an entrepreneur. And this is the second part where I'm gonna share a bunch of the money stuff. And I don't think it's surprising as I look back that a lot of the mistakes and the things that I learned were about money. And a lot of them could have been avoided with planning. And none of that is surprising to me because one, I've always pushed back against planning. I'm going to link to another episode I did in the show notes where I talk about why I have such a hard time with planning and how I came around. And the other thing, which is something that so many entrepreneurs have a hard time with, is money. And whether that be because we have beliefs around money that stop us from taking care of it properly or just the fact that it's a whole new world and we've never done this before, it's not surprising that money is something entrepreneurs struggle with. So what I wanna do is tell you about some of the mistakes I made and what I learned as a result, because I think it's possible that you may have done some of these as well. You may be doing them, you may be at risk of doing them. And so I'm hoping that the experiences that I've had and the fact that some of them have been pretty difficult to come out of will help you be able to avoid that happening. The first one is you need to do a budget. And this is going to be linked into some of the other ones, but you need to know what your expenses are. You need to know how much you can spend, how much you're going to need to spend, how much you're going to want to spend. So when I had my very first business, which was a clothing store, we didn't really have a budget. We just sort of bought what we wanted to buy. And if we had enough money on the credit card and we thought it was cute and we thought it would probably sell, then we would probably buy it. But we wouldn't actually have a plan in terms of what we knew we had the capacity to sell, what we had the budget in terms of how much we were gonna need to bring in to replace what we sold, how much we needed to earn overall, what our budget was and how much we could spend on advertising, what our budget was and what we could spend on staffing, what our budget was and what we could spend on any other expense. A lot of entrepreneurs tend to play this by ear. You think, oh, well, you know, I know approximately what I can spend or I have this much money or I don't. And it's sort of as simple as that, but it really isn't. And the consequences of not having a budget can creep up on you really slowly. So it seems like it's going okay and it seems like it's going all right. But then all of a sudden you realize like you've gone further into debt than you meant to. Or you don't know exactly how to make enough money to ever not have certain debt, or you don't have enough money to buy something you really need when it's time. So having that budget, and it doesn't need to be super complicated, but know what your expenses are, know what you're gonna be needing to pay for, know what you're going to be needing to pay back, 
And keep that in mind. You just need to know those numbers because you need to spend responsibly, not just spend willy-nilly. Which leads me to my second point, which is around pricing. I'm not using my store as this example because for the most part, there are pricing guidelines when you have a store. So you know you're going to make the price of what you sell approximately this much based on what the cost was that you bought it for at wholesale. But in terms of a service, that's a different game. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they make their pricing based on what they think people will pay. And they don't take into account what they need to earn. Now, What people are willing to pay has to be part of the equation. You know, you're not going to sell something for $500,000 if nobody's going to pay that. But you need to know what you need to earn and what your hourly rate, therefore, should be. You also need to keep in mind that you're not going to work billably every hour that you're available to work. So if you work a 40-hour week, but you're only billing 15 hours a week on average, then you need to know how much you need to charge in order to make the amount of money you need. Now, some of that means you need to work more, maybe, but some of our businesses require us to have hours that we're not actually selling to people or that we're not actually getting paid for. When I'm doing the podcast, I don't get billable hours from clients. When I'm in my Facebook group, I'm not getting billable hours when I'm writing blog posts, when I'm writing content for workshops, when I am writing up worksheets and all of that stuff. That's not billable hours in terms of I get a straight amount of money while I'm working on that stuff, but I need to do it. It's part of what I provide to my clients, but I need to therefore know if about half my time isn't actually just coaching with clients where I'm getting straight up paid for that time, how much do I need to charge in order to allow for the fact that I'm not getting paid for every hour that I'm working or that I'm not directly getting paid for those hours. I'm still gonna need to be paid. So I need to keep that into account when I think about how much I'm going to be charging. So you can't guess what you should charge based just on a random number. You need to know what it is that you're going to be needing to make and that's a good place to start. This has come up with some of my clients. If they're charging $25 an hour, but I know that they only have the capacity to work 20 hours a week and they need to bring home $5,000 a month and they have other expenses, that's not gonna work out. Or even if you don't even think about how many hours they want to work, if they haven't even thought about that, But if they have an amount that they need to earn, if they need to bring home $5,000 a month and they're charging $20 an hour, how many hours are they gonna need to work and what is that gonna mean for their life and is that what they're looking for? So I want you to keep all of that in mind. Just think it through. What do you need to charge in order to make the amount of money that you really are looking to make and does that work well in the schedule that you have available? Again, we're jumping into something that's completely related, which is don't just guess on how much money you can bring home. Most businesses are not built so that you earn $5 and you get $5. Most of the time in a business, you need to know that there are are huge percentages of what you earn that are going to go to different costs. 
A great rule of thumb that I've heard is the thirds rule, where you may want to consider, so if you get $10, then a third of it goes to savings, and a third of it goes to expenses, and a third of it goes to you. But the point is that you need to come back to your budget. You need to come back to what you actually need to be earning. The point is that you need to figure out how it all fits together. And in the past, what I did is that I would guess. And so for a really long time, I said, you know what? I'm gonna keep 75% of all the money that I earn. And I didn't have a budget. (laughs) And so I piled those two mistakes together and 25% wasn't covering the expenses. And so I was slowly digging a hole. I was slowly creating a situation where I was never going to be able to do anything but increase the debt my business was incurring while just like bringing home this money and not even thinking about it. And then I figured out that I couldn't do that. And I figured out that I had to bring home a lot less than 75%. And then I needed to change how much money my business needed to earn every month in order for me to bring home what I needed to bring home. And so you'll see how all those are connected, but it took me a long time to get there because I just didn't think it through. I thought, oh, well, 25% sounds reasonable, but I didn't really think through what my expenses were. I didn't really think through whether that number made sense. And I didn't examine what I was creating as I went along. So I dug a big old hole and it was not fun to get out of, but I did. But I suggest that you avoid digging your own hole and really think about how much you need to make to cover all your expenses and to bring home the amount that you wanna bring home. And don't just make up the amount that you get to bring home. Think it through, plan for it, know what's going where. I move a third of what I earn into an account to save for taxes. I didn't do that for a long time and that was a problem because then all of a sudden at tax time, I have to come up with all this money I didn't save. It's not smart. Fortunately, I stopped doing that a while ago, but I did it. In my 10 years of being an entrepreneur, I did not start out knowing all these things and I didn't think them through. And that's why when clients say to me like, oh, that's so simple, why didn't I think of it? My answer is always, you just don't know it until you know it. And sometimes it sounds obvious and sometimes you think you should have known it, but it doesn't matter. You just go from what you've learned when you learn it. Now that you're thinking, okay, I know how much I need to bring home. I know how much my expenses are. I know how much I need to earn in order to do that. I know how many hours I need to sell. I know how many packages, this, that, and the other thing. So you're thinking all this stuff through now. You need to remember that the lowest amount that you're willing to work for can't be your price. So again, I'm gonna throw out some random numbers, but let's say any hour that you work needs to be at minimum $50 an hour. If you tell people that your hourly rate is $50 an hour, you no longer have room to offer any kind of discount, any kind of promotion, any kind of package or bundle without now charging less than the minimum amount that you're willing to work for. So when you first decided $50 an hour, it made sense probably to say, well, I charge $50 an hour. And then you figure out your packages and you figure out all these kinds of things. 
And then suddenly you're not working for a minimum of $50 an hour because you really do feel like, well, if somebody buys 20 hours, I'm gonna give them a discount. Or if they sign on for six months, I'm gonna give them a discount. Or, you know, I really wanna offer a good deal for somebody to work with me for the first time. So I'm gonna offer them a discount and suddenly you're working for $30 an hour most of the time. So what you have to do is know that $50 is the minimum and $100 is the posted rate. And then that gives you the wiggle room. It gives you the ability to offer discounts. It gives you the freedom to create packages and let somebody have a bit of a deal because you're going to need to be able to do that. And so you need to start from a place that's high enough so that you can come down. But most of us forget to do that. And suddenly we're working for less than we should be. And when I say should, I mean, we know how much we need to be earning and how much time we have available and suddenly you're creating a business that doesn't have the capacity to make that amount of money. So you need to make sure that you're creating a business that has the capacity to pay you what you need to make. My last one, and it probably is gonna sound like the most obvious one, save the HST you charge. So if you're charging HST, if you're charging sales tax, whatever the sales tax is where you live, if you're collecting sales tax, you need to save the sales tax separately. And you may guess from, well, the fact that this is a podcast about the mistakes that I made, but I didn't do that in the beginning. And therefore, just like the income tax statement I made earlier, when it came time to pay the HST, I had to come up with that money. It was not saved up. And so that was part of this hole that I dug. And it took me a long time to dig out of this hole that I created because I wasn't being smart about saving my money, about keeping things separate when they needed to be separate because I didn't have a budget and my expenses were not accounted for properly. When I needed to pay for something that I really needed and I didn't have the funds available except for in those HST dollars I was supposed to be saving to pay HST, I spent them. And I made it a problem to deal with later, which it surely became. (laughs) When you have all the pieces, right? So all the five things that I mentioned, they all are like a puzzle. You need all of them. And then you've got the plan in place to have the money you need to have in the places it needs to be when you need it. But otherwise, you end up scrambling. If you don't think about how you're saving money and where it's going to go and how much you need to charge in order to make that amount of money, you end up frustrated, overwhelmed. You feel like you never have enough money and you often don't. And you're being underpaid and that's not fair to you. So create the plan. Create the systems. Use a budget, know what you need to save and where, know what your numbers need to be based on what your expenses are and what you need to bring home. Know what that means in terms of how much you need to earn, how you're going to earn it. Don't underpay yourself. And that should ease a lot of that money stress for you. And I hope that by me sharing what I did wrong, that you'll have a little more insight in terms of avoiding some of these mistakes yourself. But if you have already made the mistakes, and I absolutely empathize because I've been there for a variety of reasons, mostly just going into things without thinking or without planning, just wanting to do what I wanted to do. Even if that's happened to you, just like me, there's a way out. 
once you figure out your plan, once you figure out how to do it properly, you can dig yourself out of that hole. So don't worry. And if you need to talk, come and book a free consultation with me because we can talk about what you need to do to start figuring that out. If I did it, you can do it. I truly believe that. I'm going to link to a few other resources and tips in the show notes, as well as just outlining all of these again, if you want to come to the show notes and just be reminded about all the steps that you need to take in order to not make some of these money mistakes. www.thebizpodcast.com slash 22. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would subscribe so that you have new episodes automatically update into your podcast app. I will have the links to iTunes and Stitchers in the show notes as well. And if you are looking for a place to come and hang out with other entrepreneurs who get what it's like to be you, who have the same kinds of questions and problems and want to talk about them and share them, come and join me in the Biz Studio community on Facebook. You can come to www.thebizstudio.ca to get there, or I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. www.thebizpodcast.com slash 22. Until next time, I will see you online.